Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Hi, Ananga. It's wonderful to come back together with you for another Slayer session and to answer some questions from our listeners. And today we're going to be talking about how to get back to the basics of dealing with anxiety. And the question that prompted us to talk about this is, I'd like to know some more information on how to deal with anxiety itself. It's something I've been dealing with my whole life, and I'm still young. The feeling is horrible, and it seems that there isn't much left to do, but let it win. What is there to do? Oh, yeah, really difficult situation to be in because anxiety messes with our head so much and it's our head that we use to problem solve and get ourselves out of uncomfortable situations. So that's a real typical anxiety situation. First thing is to start using some effective tools and for that I would recommend the Quick Anxiety Stopper or EFT Tapping to take the edge off your anxiety. And my preference for that when anxiety is running really high and you feel like it's winning would be to use the EFT for when it's all too much audio, which is in our EFT for anxiety relief pack. The reason for that is that you don't have to think about what to do. You don't have to learn to use EFT. You can do that later. All the information's there to do that. But just to have somebody guide you through when you feel completely overwhelmed by anxiety, where to tap, what to say, to use EFT tapping, to just get that intensity down so that you've got some space to start feeling better and then start being able to look at how you can get on top of it. You know, that's a really good point. I know that when I'm feeling quite anxious, the last thing that I can do is have to think about something additional that I need to learn in order to be okay. To be able to just put the MP3 player on and lie back and listen is a great way to begin for sure. So I I agree. Yeah, I think it's It's like first aid, you're hurting and you need help from someone to to get it under control, to help you feel better and then see what you need to do to heal. It's really hard to read books on anxiety and figure stuff out when you're suffering with it because the, the very tool that you're trying to use, your mind, to get relief is feeling ill, it's feeling disturbed and it's just hard, it just puts you under more pressure. So that's the first thing I would recommend. And there are other lovely ways as well of calming anxiety, which you can find details of on our website, breathing techniques, guided relaxations. But to get the actual intensity of anxiety itself down, which is what this question's about, definitely I would get to it with with a proper tool, Mm -hmm. which would be using EFT for when it's all too much. I think that the other thing that, um, that I'd recommend is noticing what makes the anxiety worse and having some ideas around how to reduce that anxiety. Definitely. Really important. And I think starting with a tool that helps you clear your mind directs you to that step by turning down the roar and the pain of anxiety. Then you've got some thinking space to to look at what's making me feel worse. Anxiety can feel really mysterious and have no apparent reason or logic to it. it can feel very random and very unsettling but when we get that space when we turn the raw down and we get that space to think then we can start looking maybe caffeine or energy drinks are making us feel worse 
maybe we need to look at our entertainment. I would definitely say anything that makes your heart race or makes you feel a bit excitable or that your adrenaline output has increased, look at that first. So that could be scary or fast-paced entertainment, dramatic real-life entertainment, fast-paced music, TV, Mm. even video games, anything that makes you feel a bit intense in your chest, eliminate that stuff straight away. Another thing that I that I like to pay attention to is how much piling on I might be doing. And what I mean by that is how much am I trying to cram into a small space of time in order to uh, either, you know, get to an appointment or take care of uh, several errands or, you know, get the house ready for the holidays or those kinds of things that you pile on. And then all of a sudden it becomes too much. And that for me comes up and I notice really quickly, actually, my husband's really helpful with that because he'll start to say, I know that it seems like a lot, but how much is it, you know, how much time is it really going to take to do, you know, this to wash the floor? Or are you remembering that you have support and that I will help you or our daughter will help us? Those kinds of things. Yeah. And I have talked to a number of people that that just their anxiety goes way off the charts back to that raw place just by piling on. Definitely. Expectations, social pressure. And I think what what you're talking about there, if if I hear you correctly, is overwhelm when we just feel like too much to do. Mm -hmm. And the mind's already buckling a little bit, so anything feels like too much. And my mind will also do that. Too, even even the offer of a pleasant social interaction with someone. If I've got too much going on, I can't even face what would normally feel good. So important to know that with ourselves. Again, you know, generating that sense of awareness. And it's okay. It's uh-huh. okay if we sometimes feel like that. And it's okay if we need to understand and step back. Right now I'm feeling overwhelmed and I need some space. And of course, we can use EFT tapping for that as well. Just tapping for that feeling of overwhelm. And then you get in your head what your husband kindly does for you of saying, okay, well, you know, you can strip back what isn't essential. You can break down other stuff into little tasks, more bite-sized chunks. And you get that space in your head to look at, look at things and just get some space to breathe. Mm-hmm. And that leads us to the next piece, which is noticing what makes anxiety better and increasing whatever that might be. And and spaciousness is a big piece for me. And I know that it is for you as well. Really big piece. Yeah. Very, very important to have space, to have um, just somewhere where you can be, where it's okay to be quiet. It's okay to be on your own if you need to, or to have access to friends by phone if you need to, family. Just know where your safety spots are and use them hook into them regularly and if you're using a technique that helps one day and you feel bad the next don't think it didn't work do it again reuse it just keep trying anything that helps one time let it help you another time just keep trying keep noticing you know it could be playing a musical instrument painting a picture doing some knitting reading something funny anything that helps you let go a bit and preoccupies your mind in a comfortable and relaxing way increase those things Decrease what hurts your head and then gradually, gradually, especially if you're using EFT tapping, you'll start to see a real definite improvement. That's excellent. Excellent advice. I like to use music a lot to bring me back to um, 
a nice calm place if, if I feel like I've gone off the rails a bit. And I noticed the other day I put some ambient music on to do some writing and um, just listening to Pandora and letting it do its thing. And at one point, all was going along really lovely. And then the song came on and it, it was so stress inducing. It was <laughs> so fast and it was just these guitars just going crazy. And I could see where I could maybe appreciate that music at some point, but it certainly wasn't while I was trying to find a calm place and do my writing. And I had to just really quickly change the channel, you know, change the song and just witnessed how my body reacted to that. So pay attention to what you're listening to as well, the music that you listen to, because it has a big part in how you feel and and how you hold your anxiety or how you move through anxiety. Mm, Very, very valid point. I read um, some time ago that our heartbeat tends to synchronize with what we're listening to. So if if you're listening to something fast-paced, it'll pull your heart rate up with it. If you're listening to slow-paced stuff, your heart settles more. And in the music that we create for our albums, our relaxation titles in the iTunes music store, most of our music starts at 72 beats per minute. Even if there isn't a drum track there, there's a rhythm to the music. And very often I'll slow the track down to 60 beats a minute, very, very slowly over the course of about 10 minutes towards the end. And the idea is that your heart follows, your breathing follows. You match the initial pace of the music and then you slow down with it. You can listen to different classical compositions, some Mozart music that are very uplifting, but sort of sedentary pace, stately pace that holds your, holds your heart in a nice rhythm. Just play around. Again, it's noticing what helps you feel okay. If, so, if you're listening to something and it makes you feel stressed, as you did, switch channels. And if you're listening to something that makes you feel good, then bookmark it and use it again mm-hmm. the next time. And sometimes we'll get a p- particular piece of music that we just have to hear the opening few seconds of it and it will induce that state of relaxation with us. If we've made friends with it and grown to trust it for that state it creates, then we can go back to it again and again and we'll just heave a sigh of relief and settle down with it. So again, noticing, noticing what helps, noticing what hurts and doing whatever you can to change. We can't change everything, but we can change a lot more than we usually think. Mm-hmm. And I love the mind map that you created for this conversation. Uh, it was spot on and um, will be on the website accompanying this talk. And I think that uh, our listeners will really enjoy being able to download that and, and take a look and very quickly know what their options are. I hope so. That was the idea. Again, when you're thinking of initially dealing with anxiety and that awful state of overwhelm, rather than people having to um, you know, keep reading through an article to find touch points, sometimes a nice visual re- representation really helps us touch in on what we can change. So our listeners are very welcome to visit the website and look this post up and you can print it out, stick it on your fridge, keep it in your pocket, wherever you like, and just keep referring back just a nice, very brief, visual, clear representation of areas to look out for and adjust where you can. I'm so glad we had the opportunity to answer this question today and really appreciate your time and and the opportunity that we have to come together to answer questions for our listeners and to bring as much support as we can to each and every person that we have the pleasure of sharing our time with. Yeah, I'd like to say thank you for another really thought-provoking question. Thanks to all our new guests on Facebook. And if you found this podcast helpful, please leave us a message on 
on Facebook. If you've got some tips yourself you'd like to share, hook up with us there. We're always really happy to hear from you. Mm, Wonderful. Thanks so much, Ananga. Thank you, Shan. Thanks for listening to Anxiety Slayer. We hope you found this podcast supportive and invite you to visit the Slayer store for our new offering, EFT for Anxiety, your comprehensive touchstone for emotional freedom technique. You can find the Slayer store at anxietyslayer.com.